It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to CHGO Bulls Post Game, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top rated sportsbook. Download their app and be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. There it is in the top right corner of your screen right there. It is. I am Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy, Big Dave, he is at Bow Bow B-A-W-L Sports. Our pound producer, Joey Spathis. Follow that man. He is at Joey Spathis. Joey 1K, as the as the people call him. Joey 1K. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Our guy, Will the Go Golly, will join us from the UC later on tonight's <laughs> game. Bulls win! 129-121 over the Portland Trailblazers. That deserves a Goose Island crack right oh, there. Cheers, crack. y'all. I got no plans. Y'all got plans. Bulls win! That's right. Matt, you doing anything? I got no plans. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what he's got right there. I got no plans. Zero. Man. Um, great overall effort. We we <laughs> we talked to pregame about how the fact that this Blazers team was going to put up points, that it was going to be extra hard with no Caruso defensively for the Bulls tonight. Yes, and Dame and Simons were giving the Bulls fits yes. in various points of this game. Tons of them. They the Blazers were getting to the free throw line early and often, yes. and getting pretty much whatever they wanted offensively. Mm-hmm. Credit the Bulls who could have packed it in when they were down seventeen. Early in the second half. We've seen them do it. And instead said, to hell with that. Let's fight. Let's scrape. Let's claw our way back into this. Good offensive execution. The Bulls as a team, 32 assists tonight Mm, on 48 mm, mm, made baskets. mm. That is how you do that. Mm. You got your big three all showing up. 27 from DeMar. 23 from Vooch with his 11 boards. 36 from Zach. That's three of your five Bulls in, star, in uh, double figures tonight. And once the Bulls made that incredible run in the third to claw their way back into it, and shout out to Ayo DeSumo, who was massive in that third quarter comeback. Argayo. Ayo Argayo. <laughs> the big three led the way in the fourth. Yes. They were aggressive. They got Portland in foul trouble in the fourth quarter so yes. they could get to the free throw line. Yes. Got to the bonus early. Vooch at the free throw line. DeMar knocking down shots or getting to the free throw line. And how about Zach Levine with some smart offensive execution late in a game to put that game away? Oh, Zachary. The pocket pass he had to Vooch. Oh, Zachary. The deep dagger three he hit. Oh, keep talking. The incredible steal on the defensive end yes. in between a couple of those smart offensive possessions he had. <laughs> Man, man! Shout out to that fourth quarter from Zach Levine. The attackery went splackery 
all over the Portland's defense trackery. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. The, the trail blackeries. The trail blackeries. The Portland trail blackeries. They're going backery to Portlandon. I said Portlandon. Yeah, you did. You like that? I was going to say Portlandia, but I changed it right at the end just to say Portlandon. I like Portlandon. Slayers. That's how we do here. But yes, Zach Levine was great. He started in the first and finished it in the fourth. That's the best way you can say it. Because mm-hmm. you got a little concerned when he picked up his fourth foul. Oh, man. In the second quarter of the game, you were like, oh, shit. And Billy's going to be Billy. When his guys get into foul trouble, yeah. especially early, he'll just leave them in there. He'll he roll the dice on that. He will. Zach Levine ended up with four fouls. Didn't have another foul the rest of the game. Amazing, amazing stuff. And you know they were trying to attack him. You saw it. But he did a great job defensively. Not by – not. You know, falling for those pump fakes or riding the hip of the uh, offensive player to the bucket. You know, not doing those hard defensive things, but being smart about it. There were many times I was like, dude, get away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like from there, and he would get away. He would find maybe the second or third player and guard them. Yeah, do that. Simons, get away from him. You know what I'm saying? Like if he's shooting a three, maybe put a hand up. I saw him do that quite a few times. He would, he, he would run hard at him, but he would stop shorting with the hand up, and that was it. I thought he played very smart. Uh, doing his thing like that. But the points, that's what it was about because this game was about buckets. Yeah, it was. Word to Bill Russell. This game was about buckets. And Zach Levine was all about that. 11 of 18 shooting, 5 of 10. Say the best the part. Three-point line. Say the best part. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Joey, you ready? You oh, ready? my Lord. The adaptogens. <laughs> oh, my God, Joey. The free throws, Joey. Nine of nine. From the free throw line. Get it, Zach. Oh. Get it, Zach. Ah. Beautiful stuff from one Zach Levine. Now, he still had his turnovers. I mean, that comes with the territory. He had five turnovers. That's, that comes with the territory. But when you're scoring like that, when you're doing your thing in that way, it allows you to say, you know what, that's okay. Because they weren't the glaring turnovers that we used to seeing. The, mm-hmm. oh, my God, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, oh, Lord, stop. No, in that fourth quarter, when they had many opportunities to do those things, you saw him calmly bring the ball up and find the right person to get the ball to each time because the double team came at him each mm-hmm. time. And usually he struggles in that. Right. This time he was either going over to, to DeMar or he went inside to Vooch. Right. And once he realized Vooch had a tiny person on him the entire fourth quarter, it went inside to Vooch and he was like, you got it from here, buddy. It was great to see. I love the IQ of Zach in the fourth quarter. Yeah. The points and all the scoring, that's just what he does. He's, he's excellent at it, and it's great when he gets it going like that. And he hit the first threes that got him going, both catching shoots. Yeah. That's what got him going, man. So great game, though, by Zach. Great game. Laura Lou in the comments mentioning that Zach's rebounding has also gone severely under the radar lately. He has upped his rebound game, his True. work on the glass. Great he had six tonight. Uh, and also five assists, a well-rounded game yeah. from Zach Levine. He was on it, man. Um, the, the Bulls out-rebounded the Blazers 41-33 to tonight. Wow. It seemed like oftentimes this season when the Bulls are in a battle of a game and they need to come up with a key rebound, mm-hmm. they don't. Yeah, I thought in a number of different occasions tonight, a bunch of different people made big rebounds, timely rebounds, whether it was Zach or Andre Drummond or Pat. Pat had a quiet game offensively tonight, yeah, but he yeah. had seven rebounds, and I feel like three of them were huge yeah, agreed. rebounds. Agreed. That's never been a strength of this Bulls team. No. But they were they were huge tonight. And of course, you know, you got Vooch getting you his eleven. Mm-hmm. Um 
it, it was just nice to see, as people in the comments are talking about, that kind of that version of Zach in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Yeah, that's the version you want. And even the ball handling Zach, that's the version I want. The one that brings it up slow, <laughs> takes his time, surveys, then makes the decision. Not the one who just gets it and gone. Mm-hmm. You can tell when Zach's playing frustrated. You can see it. It's written all over his game when he's playing frustrated. He gets that ball and he's going. He doesn't care what's on the clock. He doesn't care who's in front of him. I told you that Zach's dribbles like he doesn't have a basketball. Oh, my God. Like he dribbles and drives like mm-hmm. he doesn't know that he has a basketball in his hands sometimes. He just goes. You know, like it's football or something, man. But he did a great job doing it timely. And that's why I was very excited to see, especially in that fourth quarter, because he was very smart with the ball. And uh, with Caruso being out, you know what I'm saying, and how they were playing, he was going to be the one, you know, setting up everything. He was going to be the one to do it and use his facilitating. And it was great. And Zach was a plus 27 tonight, man. Man. Like, he did it all over the floor for them, man. And you're great. That's a great way, uh, Lord, to point out the rebounding, too. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Zach's rebounds have definitely improved. But, man, that was big 36 points. Going head-to-head with Dane, who was on fire. Fire. Ended up with 40 on him. Man, when you can match that with your 36, then it becomes what does your second best player do? Right. And when it's that, and I'm like, if my second best is DeMar, bring on whoever right. the hell you got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I will go shot for shot for that. DeMar, obviously, uh, with that battle with Simons, because Simons had 27. DeRozan's going to have his 27. You know right. what I mean? Then it goes down. Who's your third then? Who mm-hmm. are you going to go? It's been Jeremy Grant. We talked about him in pregame, right? Right. He's been the one doing it. 13, 5, and 4 for Grant. But Vooch, 23, 11, and 4. Mm. And he didn't even hit a 3. Mm-mm. 23, 11, and 4. Got to the line four times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm pointing that out because that don't happen. He got to the line four times, man. Great game by, like you mentioned earlier, Matt, the big three. They really carried them. And, and, I mean, you just touched on it briefly. The fact that Zach essentially, you know, neuralized Dame Lillard tonight. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, Dame finished with 40 sure. and Zach 36. But yeah. Dame hit five threes. Zach hit five threes. Mm. Dame, 11 of 11 at the free throw line. Mm. Damn, that is superstar stuff. That is. But as you pointed out, Zach was nine of nine. Right. Dame had five boards and five assists. Zach had six boards and five assists. Awesome, like, man. he matched him damn near across the board. Yep. Dame one steals, Zach two. And, you know, <laughs> maybe or maybe not some motivation for Zach going up against an all-star player like uh, sure. Damian Lillard. No, I'm sure He got was. named as one of the Western Con- Conference Reserves a few, uh, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And Zach was talking about it at the morning shoot-around. I saw, you know, our guy Will to Go had a tweet about it, about admitting that he did not have all-star caliber play earlier on the season when he was coming back from his knee injury and right. that – he did not feel snubbed in any way right. to not be named an all-star, whereas his teammate DeMar DeRozan was. But you got to feel like, hey, DeMar – or, I mean, Zach was a two-time reigning all-star coming into the season. Sure. Not getting that this year probably was some kind of thorn in his side to be sure. like, I got to show these people that I can play at Dame Lillard's level. Yeah, I mean, you see that all the time with guys who, who get snubbed or don't make it when they feel they should. That next game out – they, they go crazy. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. <laughs> just lose it. That's what, that's what they do. You know what I mean? Like, great players do those kind of things, and Zach is no different. So I think he definitely came out with that feeling going against Dame, man. And, you know, all the talk about that, you know, like you said, all the talk about the All-Star game, him not being able to go. Well, look, let me show him that I'm feeling better. Let me show him that my knees are feeling better. Let me show him my hand is feeling better, and I'm all right. Zach, I mean, he's one of those guys, Matt, 
whether when something's wrong, you can completely see it. Mm-hmm. When I'm, and I don't even mean physically. Like when something wrong, like mentally with his shot or anything, or it's bothering him, you can see it in his game. You immediately see it, um, and he'll show it to you. But when it's going right, when everything's clicking, Zach Levine is terrifying. All right, he is really truly terrifying, man. So it was just fun to watch, and you're like, yes, this is the Zach Levine we're talking about. This is the one we know. Get him in these games like this and let him lead the way. And he led the way for the Bulls, man. It was it was fun. It was fun. Uh, you know, we talked about how the the Blazers are one of the more dangerous three point shooting teams in the league. Right. High volume, high efficiency. Right. They did not have their best night. They shot just under thirty three percent on forty three attempts. Mm. They knocked down fourteen. That's a lot. The Bulls much more efficient. Twelve. Of 26 yeah. for 46%. Woo. We've talked about it ad nauseum this season. The Bulls shoot a low volume. If they can hit at a high efficiency on that lower volume, some nights they can weather that disadvantage. Right. And as you always love to point out, 40% or above Come from on. behind that three-point line. Come on. Often ends in Bulls wins. Come on. It did tonight. Yes. The Bulls also then flipped the script and got to the free throw line more what did they say? It, it was like the Blazers had shot 16 free throws to the Bulls, two? 18. What? <laughs> what? On the Bulls floor. Yeah. Scott Foster, you're wilding. You're yeah. always wilding. Well, again. But the Bulls, we mentioned them putting that aggression on Portland in the third quarter during that comeback and then mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter getting them in the penalty. The Bulls finished with 25 free throw attempts to the Blazers, 21. Yeah. Awesome, man. And, and like you said, like, and that was coming into the third quarter. That it was that 18 to 2 margin like that. And you saw what the score was. You know what I mean? Like Portland went up. They came out in that second quarter and they were running. You know what I mean? Everything was going in. Their threes were hitting. Like you said, man, we were used to seeing the Bulls fold. You know what I'm saying? Completely fold during those kind of things. But kudos to them, man. They stayed in it and they fought back. And the third quarter, and I was asking you this, was this the best third quarter that we've seen from the Chicago Bulls this season? Because it damn sure felt like it. Yeah. It felt I, I like can't it. recall one off the top of my head that was better than that. Yeah, man. Like, they did everything correctly. Like, you wanted to see them have the fight. I just wanted the game close. Right. They said, bump that. We're going to get the lead. <laughs> like, we don't care. Hitting your threes, playing great defense. The defense all around. Great job on steel. I, they just really did a great job with that. I'm thinking about that that Patrick Williams block that he had. His help defense. Right. I love Patrick Williams on the help oh, defense. I, I didn't love them leaving Simons open three times in the fourth quarter when the Blazers were still trying to climb in that back is a into fact. that game. That is an absolute fact. That was fact. driving me crazy. That is an absolute <laughs> fact. Absolutely right. They were and, and you were talking about it. They were trying to put a little extra pressure on Dame, oh and God. they were sending one extra person over at Dame. Yeah. But not like a true trapping double. It was yeah. just sort of like two guys pressuring. Yeah. And he passed his way out of it every time. Every time. Swing, swing. Simon's wide open. <laughs> the Bulls no were like, sense. well, that backfired. Like, dude, like if you're going to double team him, get on him. Like, get up in his chest. Like, run up in him. Like, you saw, you watched him do it to DeMar all the time. You know what to do. No, they were, it's like he went in to guard him. Both of them went to go guard him. Yeah. And I got news for you. Vooch cannot guard Damian Lillard. Like, he can't do it one-on-one. All right? So, his feet might be going, but Dame is going right around him, and he's going to find the open man. That's how guys are being left open. But when they did it right, and they got the ball out of Dame's hands, you saw what happened. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what to do. Air balls started going up. Turnovers started occurring. When Zach hit that three, came back and got the steal, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's the kind of stuff that happens when you can do those kind of things, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just wanted it to be more aggressive when they're double-teaming a great player like that because you can't be soft in your double-team against greatness. Right. They're going to eat you alive, man. But regardless, Bulls found a way. 
got the W, and we're happy. I mean, that, that third quarter, man. So the Bulls trailed, uh, let's see, 59 to... The fifty nine to fifty. Is okay. That, or, wait, no. I'm sorry. Se- Seventy nine to s- to sixty. What? I I can't do math. <laughs> Not a math guy. Not a, Not a math. You told me there'd be no math on the show. <laughs> told there would be no math on the show here. Se- Seventy to fifty nine. Maybe to a few. Thank you. Se- <laughs> the Bulls trailed seventy to fifty nine okay. at halftime. Okay. They won the third quarter thirty three to seventeen. Amazing man. And then won the fourth quarter thirty seven thirty four. Awesome man. Like. That's the stuff. The Bla- like the Blazers are a team that's capable of saying, "Oh, you made a run on us." Okay, right. cool. Watch this. Absolutely. When, when that was going between like a twelve and seven point game in those last few minutes of the fourth, I was like, "This is not over. Yeah. This is not yeah. over." Yeah. Simons is burying these open threes. Yes, he was. Anytime Dame pulls up, you feel like it's going in. Yep. It's huge that the Bulls made that comeback because it's usually that happening to them. Right. Right. And it's I think exponentially even better. That they close that game. Yeah. We have been talking about this team struggling to close close games all season long. Right. Credit them for the comeback. Credit them even more for closing. Absolutely. And we saw them do it the uh, last game as well. Like, having the big lead, and then, but then absolutely being able to close. You know, that's important. Because teams are going to make those runs. We talked about in pregame with Orlando. Like, teams are going to make those runs, man. That's what's going to happen. The question is, do you get down about it? You know what I mean? What, what happens to you mm-hmm. when those things happen? The Bulls didn't panic. I didn't see panic in their eyes like I've been seeing all season. I didn't see panic in their game. They kept running the same thing. They mm-hmm. tell, okay, fine. Zach, you bring it up on this side. Stop. Survey. Double team. Vooch. Who wants it? Right. Vooch, you want it? Fine. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was what you're supposed to do. And if all else fails, you've got a safety valve. Named DeMar DeRozan. You right. give him the basketball and say, go to work, please, sir. And he gets there, he will score, or he'll get the free throw, man. So yeah. this is what happens when it works. You know what I mean? When it works for the Bulls. This and is what I, it looks I like. I see people in the comments real quick before we uh, take a break pointing out the fact that the Bulls made some progress in the Eastern Conference standings with this win tonight. 25 and 27 now. Mm-hmm. Firmly in ninth by Careful. themselves. Okay. A game ahead of Indiana. Okay. Atlanta in eighth, a game and a half above the Bulls. Okay. Currently trailing to Jokic in the unbeatable Nuggets. Mm. Down 11 going into the fourth. Mm. The Nuggets can hold them off. The Hawks take another L. Mm. The Heat lost to the Bucks tonight. Mm. There are serious wind. The Knicks lost an OT to the Clippers mm. tonight. Sure did. So the three teams ahead of the Bulls, Atlanta, New York, Miami. Mm-hmm. Could all be, we're two for three. We could be three for three on all three of those teams taking an L tonight with the Bulls taking a W. Awesome stuff. I don't necessarily want to be that guy who's like, wait, maybe we don't give up yet. <laughs> be that guy. Be that guy. Feel him. <laughs> you, got, you, got, you got the Spurs on Monday. You, you got a shot. You, you, got, you need that revenge game. You do. Because you blew a game to them earlier this season. Hard. And the Spurs are <laughs> tanking their way to April. Yumba. You, win, you, you get that win, and you're 26 and 27, and firmly in the play-in and sniffing that six seed. We're smelling it. We're smelling it, but I we're not hate getting that ahead. I'm talking about this right I now. I know. We're not getting ahead of ourselves. We're not getting ahead of ourselves, all right? He's just speculating the possibility that could happen. I'm just pointing out the fact that they made yes. headway in the standings tonight. And why? A scientific I, fact that, that happened. Why I'm agreeing with this, what you're saying, sir, is it's not saying over the next few games. We, if, we, if they win these next few games, then who knows? No, he said the next game. <laughs> like, that's it. We're time. talking about the next 
game. That's all we're discussing right here. We will not get ahead of ourselves, and I don't want y'all to get ahead of yourselves either, all right? We've been watching this game all season long, all right? One game at a time. Great win. Also moving up in the standings. Let's see if we can keep moving forward. <laughs> Scott, never heard someone say firmly in the ninth spot from their chest like that. <laughs> hey firmly I, in the eighth. I always speak from my chest, That's all right. right. Say it with your chest. And I, I gave the disclaimer that what I was talking about was a little ridiculous. That's right. But – that those were the facts of NBA scores tonight. Meanwhile, our, our guy Marquez say the Bulls are only two games under 500. Time to be buyers at the deadline. Going after that eighth seed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Clearly, Mark also heard the uh, the chat from Shams that we were talking about pregame. Seems like it. Bulls are going to be buyers, baby. Hey, give me some shooting. Uh, all right, we got to take our first break. When we come back, more on tonight's game. We'll get to some super chats. Throw us a super chat if you feel so inclined. Mm. Uh, and then we'll hear from the GOAT later on. While we are reading words from our friends and sponsors, yeah. do us a favor, hit that thumbs up button. If you're watching with us on YouTube, we yeah. greatly appreciate it. Helps yeah. us out a lot. Make sure, you're, of course, you're also subscribed to CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Tonight's episode of Post Game brought to you by our friends at ComEd. Mm. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses alike in the communities they serve save money and energy. Two things. Two things. Everyone's trying to save all the time. Got that right. ComEd offers free facility assessments that can help find energy-saving opportunities, whether it's lighting, HVAC systems, commercial kitchen equipment, or industrial processes. An authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and needs. These can be done in person or virtually and last approximately two hours. Two hours today. Two hours. Within three to four weeks, customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency pro projects that can Start working on immediately. Each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, mm -hmm. project costs, mm -hmm. potential incentives, and simple payback. Mm. So here's what you do. Don't wait. Get started saving money and that energy today for energy saving tips and to schedule your free facility assessment. Go to comed.com slash powering biz. B-I-Z. That's comed.com slash powering biz. Maybe you're ready to sign up for a facility assessment. You can call them at 1-855-433-2700 during normal business hours to speak with a ComEd Energy Efficiency Program representative. You can also email them, businessee at comed.com, mm. or request an assessment online on their website at comed.com slash facility assessment. Mm -hmm. Like that, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you a story. Story I've already told y'all already. I've told y'all this story. I haven't told the people out there this story. So, went to go buy myself some beer. You went. Went, went to buy myself some beer yesterday. 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 I was getting a six-pack. Mm -hmm. Six. That's so all I was getting. Six, sixer. That's all I wanted. Good old six-pack. Good old six-pack. Can't go wrong with it. Walking down the aisle, looking. Nope, that one's got too much alcohol in it. Nope, I don't like that kind of beer. No, nah, I don't even like your can. <laughs> oh, what's this I see? What this... I see with thine eyes. What do I see? Oh. No, plans. no damn plans. No damn plans. 15 of them sitting there saying, come on home. So I grabbed it and was gone. Quickly, fastly, and in a hurry. Got that to the house. Took a sip. Felt like that. Damn, that's good. It's good, ain't it's it? so good. It's so good when it hits your lips. Mm. So good when it hits your lips, y'all. Goose Island has Feel so many. Feel it again. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. Yes. Yes, y'all. And that's that Goose Island beer. Get you some of that, man. And 
They have so many other options, though, for you, man. You can also get that awesome Bulls limited edition can that you see right there on your screen. That is the 2022-23 City Edition Uniforms can right there. Look how beautiful that is. Okay, they got the classic 312 Weed Ale, the Bourbon County Stout, the Christmas IPA, the Christmas Beer Hug Series, the Green Line, and the Matilda. They got all of that and much, much more. Uh. So why don't you go on down, grab a beer right from their innovative tanks at the Goose Island Tap Room at 1800 West Fulton, or get a smash burger and a fresh beer, and you can get that at the Clybourne Brew House, 1800 North Clybourne. You can also get the beer of the week there as well. Beer so you week. get that, find out what the beer of the week is, get you some of that too, man. For reservations and pickup. Go to gooseisland.com slash locations. That's the Goose Island Beer Company. Sip the fantastic. Mm. Oh, I just made that up. God Sip damn, I'm amazing. Fantastic. I'm amazing, Joey. That Man. is good. I mean, I'm, we should I'm just pitch that. Time. We got to call our friends at Goose and tell them they have a new tagline. Yeah, I know. Put it down. Write it down. Sip, <laughs> sip the, the fantastic. fantastic. God damn. Kind of sounds like Mr. Fantastic, yes, it which does. is Sip the Fantastic. Sip the Fantastic. Yes. I like it. I like it. Uh, I love me some me. That's awesome. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gio's saying there's nothing as good as liquid gold to celebrate a big Bulls win. Got that right. <laughs> Got that right, baby. Liquid gold or liquid death? Liquid death. <laughs> <laughs> got to get on Chris, man. We got to get the deaths up in there. Shout out to Dan in the comments who said over 300 people in the chat and only 67 likes. What's get on, on it, people. Come Help on our now. boys out. Hit that Thank right you. There. Hit that thumbs up. Appreciate it, Dan. Thank y'all for being thumbs. here. Ooh, we have 69 right now. Hey. Nice. Nice. Uh, Appreciate y'all being here. Our guy Joey just put a poll in the chat. Uh-huh. Would you rather the Bulls be buyers or sellers at the deadline? That's a great question, Joseph. Let's, let's cast our votes on that, y'all. I'm question. curious to see what people think. Um, buyers out to a early lead in that poll. Mm. Meanwhile, uh, let's, uh, let's take a super chat. What do we got, Joe? We have a couple here. First one just in from AK, $10. AK. Billy made an adjustment early to trap Dame and to play Drummond strategically. Mm-hmm. We need to recognize we are one foot from the basket. Yes, we yet we pass out a lower percentage shot is mind-boggling, especially Vooch. That one Vooch yes. p- kick out when yes. he was under the basket and looked like he had a wide. Uh, yes. You and I both lost our minds yes. on that one. We're like Vooch, and it was yes. a and it was a kick out to a corner yeah. and then a corner swing to Io, yeah. who then hit a hit three, three, and right. we we're like, okay. Great. But still, but Vooch, still, what the hell are you doing? He had a lay-in. <laughs> and, and then later in that fourth quarter, Stacy pointed out the same thing. Yeah. When he got the ball inside, he didn't even look at the basket. Oh. And he kicked it over to Io. You Ayo better not be three. a big man passing up a layup. Hey, if, man. And, and expect to not hear <laughs> Stacy. You know what I'm saying? Getting on you about that. Hey, man. And he, he was right. And But what happened the very next play down? Got Vooch the ball, turn around, bucket. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it's, it's not about the mistake, but you know what you learn from it. You know what I mean? He learned from it. He scored. Bulls win. Bulls win. Like Hit that. him, Joe. Yeah, hold on one second. I lost it. Super chat. Super chat. Bulls win. There we go. Manuel, he says, I was at the game. Will the GOAT. I was so hyped to look for you. Wanted an autograph. It's okay. I'm still hyped. We won. We, uh, we, we a, a little, little back. back. Look. I don't care, Matt. <laughs> Manuel, always hyped after wins. Always appreciate, hyped. appreciate you, Manuel. Also, you were tracking, trying to track down Will the Goat, uh-huh. which is awesome. Uh-huh. I love that you were, you were fanning after Will the Goat. Yes. I think simultaneously Will was lusting after Adam Sandler. 
who was at the United Center tonight, and I saw Will the Goat pick, uh, posted a picture that he snapped of uh, Adam Sandler from up in one of the you know the nice suites uh, okay. that was just above where Will was sitting in okay. the, from his media seat. Right. So I, I think, Manuel, you may have been lusting after Will. Will was lust, lusting after comedic icon Adam Sandler, <laughs> who I guess is... <laughs> Don't you ever say that. Stay here. Stay as long as you can. For the love of God. Another one from AK. Great team win. Bull showed mental fortitude and played under control. Great ball movement and shot distribution amongst Debo, Zach, and Vooch, a.k.a. the big three. 16 to 18 shots each. Perhaps continuity is still a good thing. I mean... I mean, it's good to it's, see the big three do this. You know, like, we just wanted to see this, again, on a consistent basis. Right. And sometimes, well, most of the time, it's been DeMar, you know, leading the way. And Zach, you know, coming up second. And then it changed to uh, DeMar leading the way and Vooch being the second in command. Now you got Zach fully healthy now, feeling much better, looking nice and looking spry out there, getting in his buckets, and DeMar, who has been chilling these past few games. If you go ahead and watch his points totals and things he's been doing, he's mm -hmm. really been chilling. Um, but the Bulls have been winning. I believe what they're six and five in their last eleven. Uh now, now with this victory, they're six and five. So, but he's been chilling. He hasn't been dropping the forty, you know, thirty-five point bombs uh that the Bulls have been accustomed to him doing. It's because he's had to. And usually when he does that this season, they have lost the game. They have a losing record when he just it's drops true. that 30 points. So it's true. It's good to see because you also got to see DeMar using other facets of his game. You know, the seven rebounds and the seven assists. Like his assist totals are, are much higher. Mm -hmm. You see it now. Like every time I look, I'm like, oh, DeMar let him in assist or he's tied for leading him in assist. It's been a consistent thing with him. I like it. Because DeMar is a veteran. Right. And, you know, he's going to have times where he's like, dude, I need to chill. Right. I need a rest. Because he don't take games off. Right. So he needs to find places on the floor where he can take a rest. When Zach can play like that, when Foods can play like that, it allows him to do that and be more effective in the fourth quarter because he's a little more rested. Right. Um, you mentioned him uh, being tied for the team lead in assists. Quickly on that, shout out to Dragic, who had seven assists shout off the bench out. in 12 minutes that's awesome. seven times in 12 minutes that's awesome but look you know ak pointing out the shot uh distribution derozan 16 attempts vooch 17 zach 18 you're not necessarily going to get that perfect of a split right. on a nightly basis right. it's going to be one of those three with a sub substantial you know edge in total field goal attempts over the other two on some nights but what i liked tonight is that Regardless of who was taking the shots, it was still about fluid ball movement mm. basketball. Mm. It, like sometimes when the Bulls get in trouble and they get into a rut, they double down on the rut by resorting to their ISO basketball offensively, true. and it goes from bad to worse. Very true. They didn't do that tonight. Great point. When they were down big, they kept having faith in moving the ball mm. on offense. Mm -hmm. And maybe the fact that your three best players all had damn near the exact same number of field goal attempts was a byproduct of that, but it wasn't about ISO, and we're starting to panic, so it's just Zach DeMar, Zach DeMar. Right. They kept the ball moving. Yeah, and, it, and that's great to see. And, and also it allows other guys to score. 
and be involved in the basketball game. We saw we talked about Ayo Desumu in that third quarter. Oh my God! I mean, he was awesome, man. He was amazing out there, scoring wise for for the Bulls. Caught Did fire it, from three. Caught which fire? We know he's been you know up and down streaky with his three point right, shot this season. Right. right. And those opportunities we've talked about where I can just make a beeline to the basket. Yeah, but you t- and you talked about the rhythm. And all those threes were, were catching shoots mm-hmm. and perfectly placed mm-hmm. and perfectly timed. Mm-hmm. The rhythm was smooth when he was taking. Even the one he missed, the rhythm was smooth. Like, that's what you want to see. It didn't look clunky. You know what I mean? It didn't look like, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> here's the ball. Oh, God. You got to shoot a three. No, it was within the rhythm of the offense, man. The rhythm was on point for the Bulls for sure. And – it was just it's just fun to see this team play like this when you know that they, they can do this. This has been the frustrating thing about them all season long. Right. You're like, dude, I know y'all got talent. I know y'all can do these things. Why y'all acting like y'all in, you know, at, on the JV squad? You know what I mean? You're NBA professionals. You've got all-stars. You got all pros on here. You can do these things. The glaring things that we know that we see was always the three-point shooting and, and the uh, interior defense mm-hmm. and getting another big guy in there. And again, shout out to Andre Drummond. Had another good game tonight. Andre Drummond, that's two back-to-back good games for him, uh, getting those rebounds and scoring those points. When you said uh, uh, Dragic had seven assists, I immediately said, well, that must mean that Drummond had, like, six points. And he had seven. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's what that means. You know what I mean? And you saw the alley-oop that he had, you know, and he saw the rebounds that he got. Like, yeah, he did. He provided big dividends for, for the Bulls, man. Two games straight. Hopefully it continues, man, because, again, you never know <laughs> without Jay Drummond. So, hopefully it stays smooth, but shout-out to him. He had a good game. We got one more super chat. Hey, hit us up. This is not my burner account, but Alexander says, I think you guys are overdoing the whole Joey Nicknames thing. Mm. But, wait, that's another good one, Joey Nicknames. <laughs> Forget I said anything. <laughs> Alex is our guy. I'm pretty sure we met Alex Amazing. and his brother at that Highline event when we did uh, an outsider show All Star Weekend a few years ago. Oh wow! If I'm oh, remembering correctly, crew. I think that's yeah. I think that's Alex I mean, from like Indiana, I think, or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah, I remember them. Shout man. out to you. Um, hey, Joey, do you think we're taking it too far with Joey nicknames? No. Speak your mind. No, I don't. Joey nicknames is fine. <laughs> I mean, you know, the guy on Twitter. What, were, what was his words on Twitter today? You oh, oh, this the, oh that Rock D's yeah, guy he thinks that who is in your corner and thinks that like HR needs to get involved for the amount at which you mm-hmm. and or I tease Joey. Joey's really? getting abused, and this could easily be brought to HR if the harassment continues. <laughs> harassment. <laughs> the harassment. The harassment. <laughs> do you feel? Do you feel like you're being no. harassed in the workplace, no, Joe? I, I felt like I actually should probably jump in on that Twitter thread and be like, "Hey, it's actually not what's going on, man." But he was. Uh, I, I he felt was, like I had to say something to him, so I responded. I was like, "Dude, you know what you're talking about." And he was like, "Well, you know, from my perspective, all." you guys do is bash on him and it doesn't seem right and there's like a power dynamic between like a producer <laughs> and the, the people yeah, on the show. Yeah, he said he said the producer talent right dynamic. I said, "Bitch, I am the talent." I was going to say. Damn, I Joey. was like, "Joey is also talent." <laughs> nope, Joey, Just no, kidding. I'm fair in, in what I do, so if I'm giving it to him like that, I also give him the same amount of love. Joey punching bag. That's, That's a good one. <laughs> Joey workplace harassment. <laughs> Joey workplace bag. No, Joey knows if I give it to him, he's going to get it in love the same amount. Right. I'm very fair. And that's, and that's what I, I told that thing. dude on Twitter. I was like, so I guess you just plug your ears every time we shower our boy Joe <laughs> with love and praise? Well, that's, that's, what, that, that's what we were, you know, in the production chat this morning, and Casey was saying, you guys need to, like, lay off Joey's getting it from all angles. And Lawrence was like, 
What are you talking about? <laughs> spent half, half them and their fans literally spent half the time talking about Joey being the goat all the time. So <laughs> this is true. This I, is true. I'll put up with it. There is a substantial put up <laughs> amount of our viewership that is here for Joey. That's oh, correct, no. and and we are okay with that. Oh no, if I didn't give Joey the same amount of love as as I mess with him, then it wouldn't be right. Here's what Lawrence yeah. also said. I, I want to read this one too. It's more. Well, it was a whole. There was a whole chat, but we don't have oh, to. Okay. Go, we don't have to go so far off the. Uh, it. <laughs> but he did say. And I don't necessarily agree with this. I actually disagree. I'm trying to find it here. He said, Joey, also as an aside, sidebar, you got to show your face on this one. Come on, man. We need to see you defending your actions. Don't be so shy. I don't know. I'm a behind-the-camera warrior. And then he becomes shy. <laughs> right then and there. I'm a behind-the-camera warrior. I mean, He's you, a behind-the-camera warrior. If you want to, you can take some lessons from law. Law yeah, loves, loves being, on, being camera. on camera. Oh, he loves, loves being on camera. Loves being that on camera, camera loves man. Lawrence. I'm gonna have to start wait. wearing a hat though. My hair's a little, you know. Oh, oh Lord, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> don't do this. I'm Joey. done. I'm done. Oh my god. I'm goodness. done. I'm muting my mic. <laughs> I'm muting my mic. I'm doing it. I just, you know, can we get the goat up in here? Can my charger? We yeah. love Joey, Where and all it? the people love Joey. I gotta say though, I did put up a poll because I was curious. It's in my coat. It's not as substantial of a lead as it was earlier today, and there's still plenty of hours left to go in this poll. But I said, let's settle this Portillo's debate at the office once and for all. Okay. Option A, Joey should have offered. Uh Option B, not Joey's fault. Okay, who's winning? As of right now, with uh, under just under 150 votes, Joey should have offered, getting 59% of the vote Ooh. to 41%, not Joey's fault. Oh, okay. How I'm m- not saying, I'm just saying. He's not saying, he's just saying. Are, are the comments underneath it also supportive <laughs> of you as well, or, or is it a 50-50? First comment is our guy Sean from Betson and CHGO Sox saying, I don't care what happened, Joey's path is innocent. <laughs> so Sean's got your back. Neil, our guy from C-Red UK, saying, I love this. To be fair, I think Joey... This one. Had no ill intentions, but I have to give him kudos for the recovery. Well played, sir. But if you want to make it black and white, Joey should have offered first. And he'll do it again. He'll offer. He's learned, man. These are lessons that this young man. Hey, there he is. See, he's doing stuff. How can I? How you expect me Joey, not to make fun of this? Joe, uh, what, what's that? <laughs> like, come what's on, that man. dance called that the kids do? Just only a human, the gritty. The I'm gritty. I'm, Joey gritty. Joey gritty. Joey gritty. That was a weak gritty. I can't, I can't lie to you guys. My gritty is horrible. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's pretty bad. Um, it's worse than Mike Kosicki. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looping back around after that fun tangent, going back to Io real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, we were talking about the ways that he was getting buckets tonight in that third quarter comeback. What did you also point out recently in a pregame show, Dave, that you needed to see more from, from Io? Uh, the assist? The assist, sir. I needed to see the assist from Io DeSumo go up. I wanted him to average like four. Cinco Estenoche. That's what he did. Five of them things. In that previous game, he had four. There you go. So, yes, he's, he's starting to come around, getting them assists, man. Because he has to – I mean, I understand that it's his title, and people are like, well, it's just my title. You know what I mean? That it's like that. No, he's a point guard. <laughs> That's what he does, all right? He is a point guard. He can pass the basketball. It's not just my title. And I'm not asking him to get me 12 assists a game. Right. Just a simple four or five to keep the ball moving. You know what I'm saying? For the team out there. Like, we talked about the rhythm. That's important when everybody's touching it. That's how he can get his five assists on the extra pass to Zach Levine for catch and shoot three. He can right. get it that way. On the bounce pass to Vooch inside. We saw him do it twice with Alex Caruso when he went inside, kicked it out for him for those threes right there. Two of them threes right there. Those are easy assists that he can get. 
And they're very simple that he can get, man. And he, he needs to have more of those. And I'm glad he's recognizing that. And he's been doing his thing these past couple games, man. So shout out to Io, as Joey says, Io Argayo. Yes, oh, Mark Mar- K with a cold one. Joey is the Tony Bradley of producers. Ooh. Yo, Mark. Yo, Ooh. Mark has been coming at Mark. me. Ooh. He's been coming at me a ton lately. You know what? Unacceptable, no, no. Mark. No, I take it. No, see, he's fine. Being they're going to sell my jersey for three hundred dollars in the UC. <laughs> he's being fair, man, because Mark K has showered you with love all season long. He bro. has. Yeah, showered you. He single handedly got me showered you. Look at Twitter look at follow. that's true. Mark had a tweet that was like, "Hey, showered. follow follow Joey." You know what I mean? Got him. Exponentially closer to Joey 1K. It Boom, did. man. Hooked you up. I still love you, Mark. So it's now right. he can toss them things at you, man. It's all right. It's all about you got yeah, to get Joey is the get. Tony Bradley of producers because he's a three-point champion. <laughs> ah, <laughs> the three-point champion. Yes, of course. You could forget that. Oh, so I can call you, you you're comfortable being the Tony Bradley of producers? Call me whatever you want. All right. <laughs> Colin said Mark A is the Felicio of Australia. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> man. That's a good burn. And oh. also, I don't know if Colin knows, but it could have been a purposeful double burn. I, Two burns. I, I hate to call Mark out on it, but it's one of the few things that he has acknowledged he's been wrong about in recent years of Bulls fandom like and Mark? Bulls takes. Is no, is, is he was in, <laughs> no, I'm just throwing he was in favor of Felicio sticking around. Yeah, I remember when this. the Bulls signed him to that deal. I remember that. He's, okay. he's been ridiculed a lot for that. We've all been wrong. We've all been about wrong. plenty of things. This is true. Tons. Co- Colin's my boy. I got to put it out there. I. I, lo- I liked Chris Dunn when he got here. Chris I Dunn. loved Chris Dunn. I thought Chris Dunn. Dunn was going to be huge. Chris the future. Very wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. All right, let's take a couple uh, quick ad breaks here. When we come back on the other side, hopefully we'll hear from Will the Goat. That's why he's the MVP. Signing autographs. Uh, do us a favor. If you haven't hit that thumbs up button yet, now's the perfect time. While we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors. Big Dave, who do we got next? Joey, what time is it? Game time! Who? <laughs> yes, sir. Game yeah. time! <laughs> Game time! <laughs> Game time! How this new ticket insight that makes it easier than ever to score on the best deals to tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. <sighs> have you ever seen the scene that the scene that you thought you never cut up the video online? Of course, having having them play for us. See how the concerts are possible with the game time app. <laughs> Biggest last-minute price jobs can be found in the seats you thought that you could never, ever, ever buy. Because you won't find better deals this season to go see the Chicago Bulls. And just like here at CHGO, it's created by Joey and for Joey. No, it's created by the fans <laughs> and for the fans. And it guarantees you, your wonderful, cool self out there, the lowest price possible. So, if you love CHGO. And we know that you do. Then That's you'll love the Game Time app. Best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Through the link. That is right before you hit that thumbs up and show us that love that way as well. Then you join the over 15 million people. That's it, 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because, Joey, what time is it? Game time. Who? Mm, I'm talking about that one lingered. prepared. That I'm one talking about preparation. Lingered. That's man. how no looks look cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's how Oops. they look cool, bro, when preparation and you're ready for it. Ugh. Splow. <laughs> Jason, Splow in your, in your face. face. Jason Kidd, Vince Carter. In your face. That's how that Splow. works. In Which? your face. In your face. <laughs> 
Yes, sir. I feel like we it's not fair to do that before Will joins us because it's his favorite thing in the world. Yep. We can do true. it again when this he gets true. here. But I don't know where Will is. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, he'll be joining us in a minute. It's okay, though, because I still have to tell you all about DraftKings and our DraftKings King of the Game, yeah. who is that man, Zachary MFN Attackery. Oh. Who had 36 points on an efficient night, 11 of 18, 5 of 10 from deep, 9 of 9 from the free throw line, mm. six boards, five times. Five. That times. man had himself a game, mm -hmm. and it was great to see. One more reminder that if you haven't signed up for a DraftKings Sportsbook account yet, you should, because they are an official betting partner of the NBA and our official betting partner at CHGO. Plus, all new customers with promo code CHGO can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay. Mm. Just go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. A no-risk parlay, people. Zero. That's what's up in the betting world. Mm. Download the app. Use that promo code CHGO. And one more shout-out to our DraftKings king of the game. Who is he? Zachary Attackery. Uh-huh. Lavacary. Oh, splackery. Couple super chats in also. Quick pause. Please hit the like button if you have not. We have got 107 likes. We've got 318 people watching. You know, we're about 211 likes behind. So, you Lucky know, let's ladies. get those numbers up. Please, please hit the like button we right like under the like. video. As Peck says, video, uh, the button looks like a thumb pointing looks upwards. Like a thumb. Looks like one of these guys right here. There Beep. it is. Exactly what it looks like. Man, uh, so we'll start with AK here. AK. Bulls need a point guard to unlock players' potential, to remove decision-making from Zach, and to organize sets where Bulls have an advantage. A veteran point guard likes of Eric Bledsoe, etc. No. And now I'm going to parlay that no. into this super chat from Manuel that says, what do you guys think, Ugh. and I'm going to sit this one out, what do you guys think about the Kyrie rumor? Dot, 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 not hyped. Well, it's been, if you go... And you look on the CSGO Bulls page, it has already been addressed by this person right here. He has said his piece on it. This is why. Look what you just did to this man's face. Look what you just said. Look what just happened. Look what just happened. This man was happy. All that joy that he had from a win. One question. Piece. Destruction and terror. I said my piece. And there's the key word from your super chat, Manuel. And thank you for that super chat. It's a rumor. It was Mark yeah, J. Spears saying that from what he's heard, the Nets think that the Bulls could be interested. <laughs> the Nets have a disgruntled star. They're trying to see if they can get some value for him. They see the Bulls as a team that appears to be lacking in point guardsmanship and oh. say, hey, maybe we can convince them to want Kyrie. Uh-uh. I ain't buying it. Give me Van Fleet. That's mm -mm. what I'm talking about! That's why he's the MVP! That's why he's the GOAT! The GOAT! <laughs> Joining us now on the Goat Talk Hotline. The Goat Talk Hotline. It's Will the Goat Godly. Follow him on Twitter for all of his great Bulls reporting and updates at Will underscore Godly. Read everything he writes, allchgo.com. Will, biggest and most important question of the night, did you become best friends with Adam Sandler at the United Center tonight? I tried so hard, but no, I did not. I really, that would have been top tier moment for me, but it did not happen. 
It's a damn shame. Damn you shame. you didn't you didn't have our offensive lineman, Big Dave, here to have that moment know, happen for you. Well, I thought maybe he would like come down to the tunnels after to like see some of the players. I thought I could snap a picture with him, but he I don't I didn't see him, so I was out of luck. <sighs> That's a shame. Uh, what's not a shame is the Bulls. Uh, you know, going against the grain of what has been normal this season, and instead of coughing up a big lead, making a big comeback, coming back from down 17 to win convincingly over this decent Blazers team that had Dame cooking, Simons was putting some added pressure on with hitting those threes late in the fourth quarter, but the Bulls hold them off with their big three playing like their big three and smart offensive execution down the stretch, which is not something that we've set off in this season. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was like a really well-rounded game as far as offense goes. I mean, the defense obviously was a bit of a struggle during the first half when Dame had like 28 points at halftime. Um, but you kind of have to credit them for mixing it up. And, you know, they went down by, I think, 17 points at a, at a certain point in the second half and then came back all the way and took the lead. I mean, that's the kind of thing that Billy Donovan has been talking about this whole year that the Bulls struggle with, right, is not being able to, like, take the the run that the opponent's going to go on, be able to face that adversity and then accept it and then counter it and, and make the run of your own. And that's something that the Bulls have struggled with dating back to last year, This basically the entire time with this group. So they've obviously done it before, but it's nice to see them do it in a game where, you know, they've given up 50 points to Booker. They've given up 70 points to Mitchell. Like this could have been 60 points easily for Damian Lillard. He had almost 30 at halftime. So to counter that and come back and actually take the lead and win, um, throwing out a ton of different coverages, basically just deciding we're going to get the ball out of this guy's hands and just send two at him immediately. Uh, I, I thought it was a really well-rounded effort from, you know, Zach coming off of a stagger screen and getting his first three of the game off of movement to Vooch having a really nice passing game and creating shots when the Blazers were sending traps at DeMar and Zach uh, to you know, the the different coverages that Billy was throwing out there. Just a really well-rounded game. Well, it was interesting because it didn't seem like the big three were getting in each other's way. Um, it didn't seem forced. Everything seemed more smooth for those guys. It wasn't like, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed this, how you can sit and you can watch them and you can tell when they're taking turns. And you know, like, okay, we know, well, it's your turn. Well, it's your turn. Well, it's your turn. It didn't seem that way uh, tonight. What what did you notice, like, as far as the difference and how the offense was run to make it not seem that way? So I was actually thinking about that a lot throughout the course of this game, and I would say that it felt like they were still doing that, but not as much as usual. So that's, like, the distinction I would make is that I think when you have these two super ball-dominant scoring guys that want to operate in the mid-range in Zach and Damar, it's always going to look that way. They both have really good two-man games with Vooch. You saw that um, with pick and roll with both of those guys. But there's something just about the two of them that I think there's some friction there. But to your point, I do think it was a lot better tonight. If DeMar doesn't go 10 of 16 and perfect 6 or 6 from the line and Zach doesn't go 11 of 18 and perfect 9 for 9 from the line, maybe we're having a different discussion. But since they were both so efficient – um, I just think everything looks smoother. I think we said it after last game, like winning cures all. It's the biggest cliche in sports. But when things are going well, when you're making your shots, when you overcome a really tough opponent, I think it just tends to look a little bit better. Um, as we've talked about after these last few wins, I'm not sure it really like makes me feel like they've solved all of their problems. But 
it's certainly a step in the right direction. I mean, that was, that was a really big win for them. It was a great win. And I, you know, I think they've done it before. Like I said, they've shown signs of being able to do this. They've got to stack these games on top of one another, but you got to start somewhere and it's step-by-step it's game by game with this team. Uh, a, a few solid performances off the bench for the Bulls tonight, Will. Drummond getting more minutes after that big 15-10 and 10 game that he had the other night. Uh, 13 minutes tonight, he pulled down five boards, had seven points. Uh, Goran Dragic with seven dimes in just 12 minutes. Then there was the weird appearance of one Dalen Terry very early in this game. Did somebody ask Billy about that early appearance of DT in his rotation and if that was something that was an outlier or something that we might see again in the near future? was not asked about it, but I would say a bit of an outlier uh, for a couple of reasons. One, you're missing Caruso, you're missing Javante, both of whom play those like three, four combo minutes. Um, so I think that's a big piece of it. The other piece is Zach Levine picking up a foul trouble in, in the second quarter in the first half. Um, I think you kind of just had to spell him a little bit there. But it's also like we're talking about a team that needs to make moves at the deadline, that needs some fresh blood in there. I think you kind of have that guy in waiting. I think we all saw in the four minutes that he played, he was minus 12. Obviously not a perfect stat, but you can see why he's raw and why he isn't necessarily a part of the rotation. But I do think part of the way that you let those guys grow is that you put them out there. So I like that we saw him. It doesn't have to be for 12, 24 minutes a game, but I, I do think those NBA minutes matter. And, you know, he was attacking the glass. I think he got a rebound. Um, just, you know, seeing the, the speed of the game, it's so much different than the G League. Um, he's said it before, all these guys have. And at some point they're going to need to just put him into the frying pan. And it was a game we've talked about before too, where like you just, you have no minutes to spare. You have such a small margin that like, if you're playing Dale and Terry, then you're at risk of potentially losing the game because you can't afford to like lose any of these minutes. Um, but with those guys injured and, you know, Zach and foul trouble, I think, they just needed bodies. Oh, I owe will. Uh second straight game. I thought he played very well. He was a big reason why the Bulls uh, were having that big run they had in the third quarter. Um, have you noticed a difference in Io's demeanor uh, being around him these last few games? Because even after that text message he said he sent, I saw him today, you know, at the free throw line, you know, talking to Zach you know, hitting him in the chest, you know what I'm saying, trying to get some things out of him. Have you noticed that as well, or is it still kind of business as usual for Io? I think it's business as usual, though. Um, One play kind of stands out where I think he – I can't remember exactly what happened. I think he may have thought he got fouled on a layup or something like that, and then he kind of went over to the ref and started to say something. I've never seen that from Io before. And then Vooch went over, and Vooch, like, really started to say something. And then Io immediately switched and went to grab Vooch and pull him away. So it's this moment of like both leadership and awareness, but also I thought it was like the first time he's really like tried to make a case for himself with a ref. So I thought that was interesting, uh, but you're right. I mean, him finishing at the rim, him getting downhill and just putting pressure on the defense early in the shot clock. We saw it with Kobe too, where he'd like dive into the basket really early on in transition and then spray it out and then relocate. He had that three. I think he had two of them actually. Um, that's the kind of thing that like just makes – Billy's been talking about since training camp. They need more randomness. They need to generate more easy points in the flow of the offense. That's how you do it. And that's what I've appreciated about these last couple games. 
Uh, Will, we were talking earlier in tonight's postgame about maybe a little bit of a don't look now and or don't get your hopes up, but the Bulls win tonight. The three teams ahead of them in the East at the top of the play-in and then at that sixth seed, uh, the Knicks, the Hawks, the Heat, all took L's tonight. Does, does that do anything for you? as we are getting one day closer to that trade deadline and where you feel this team should go, as we were also discussing in pregame, those words from Sham Sharanya on ESPN 1000 yesterday that the Bulls, from what he's hearing, are actually maybe looking to be buyers and not sellers at the deadline. Have, have you changed where you stand on what this team needs to do between now and Thursday? I've not changed my position on what they, what I think they should do, but... I think over the last few days, I've come to terms with the idea that they're either going to be quiet or start to potentially think about adding players. Um, I think there are enough indicators as far as, you know, the point differential is in the positives. Um, You can talk yourself into, if you're Arturis, you know, getting robbed out of three game-winning shots and now you're an above 500 team. You can talk yourself into having a top 10 defense and the third best defense since January 1. You can talk yourself into Lonzo coming back still. I mean, there's just enough reasons why I think that he won't do anything. If it were me, I would still do something. I think they they need some sort of talent infusion. At the very least, they need like something to spark the like energy and emotion and like vibes in the locker room. Not saying they're bad, but I just think they they don't play with the same level of excitement that they did in the first half of last year. It's like games are kind of a slog. I thought today was a really exciting game in part because Zach and Dame were just like kind of going at it. But for the most part, these games have all been very much the same. The problems are the same problems that we talk about every game. Um, and I think they have flaws to address. They might do that on the fringes, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't expect anything majorly different with this team. I think part of it is because there's just enough that you can kind of talk yourself into about them starting to turn the corner. Uh, well, I want to ask you real quick about uh, DeMar DeRozan and his game uh, as of late because it's kind of – he hasn't been, you know, putting those big punches as far as the scoring is concerned. Uh, outside of tonight, you know, where he balled out in the fourth quarter and ended up with 27. But he's been really filling up a stat sheet. Uh, as far as, you know, rebounds and assists. Like, even tonight, you know, the seven rebounds uh, and the seven assists. Uh, what what do you contribute the change kind of in his game to uh, to kind of evolve him into, a, like, a more, I guess, a complete offensive player, you know, as far as rebounding and assists are concerned? Well, I have to correct you. That is a six-time NBA All-Star, DeMar DeRozan, to you, sir. Um, I, I think that they're playing a little bit more through Zach. I think he has been just kind of bringing the ball up generating some of those pick and rolls and you know whether he gets trapped and passes it to Vooch and Vooch kicks it out like you're seeing him spot up a little bit more I don't have the numbers in front of me but it seems like his three-point attempts per game might be up a little bit but he's also making the extra pass he's now being able to attack those closeouts and make plays for somebody else I think he has just been playing off the ball a little bit more and maybe that saves him some energy to rebound a little bit better maybe it gets him more involved in the extra pass assist game but I guess circling back to like the original question you asked me Dave about like the two of Zach and Damar playing off of each other well I I do think that they're 
maybe taking turns better and sharing sharing those turns. It's not necessarily that you're putting them in actions together as much as you might like to see, but I do think that they're, you know, at the very least playing playing off of one another a little bit better and maybe that's something that you can attribute that to. Appreciate you hanging out with us for a segment of post game will. Everybody wow. one more time. Face. Follow Will on Twitter, Will underscore Gottlieb. Read everything that man writes at allsthgo.com. And uh, Will, do the Bulls have one more home game on Monday, or are they on the road, back on the road? Um, I think they are at home. I can pull up the schedule here, but I'm pretty sure they play the Spurs at home. Spurs at home? Yeah, I believe so, because they were on the road last time with the Spurs. Right, it's it's a long homestand. Spurs Monday at home. Memphis Tuesday in Memphis, okay. trade deadline on Thursday, and then in. Brooklyn. I was just saying it's you know it's just because we miss you. It's been a long time. This, this homestand. Been in the studio. For you've been at the, the you've been at the UC it, for a week. I, I mean, he did. Though. He took the day off. The only day we had to spend together, he he took the day off. It's because he doesn't he like. He didn't you. want to sit next. It's I get he it. Like you, Dave. I completely get it. I completely get took, it. Who took Friday off, Dave? You know, <laughs> yeah. oh, but then, then showed, but then he showed up on the score. You mm-hmm. know, doing this thing there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So you know, I, I well, see go how is go. on the score. I see how I go, man. You know what I mean? Go, go, go talk score often. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, go talk, man. Yeah, they need it. Yeah, is it goon time? It is real is quick. I forgot about that. It's goon time. I ain't forgot. Goon time. The people ain't forgot. It's goon of the nighttime. Let's hand this thing out. I called that guy. <laughs> Allow me the pleasure of introducing you to. Blade. Laser. Laser. Let's run it then so we can get the goat back to doing goat things. Goat, sir, your goon of the night. I'm going Zach. He, he's coming back off of two relatively bad performances. Uh, just was kind of like chirping at the Blazers bench a little bit. I don't know if the camera caught that, but he had some stuff to say. And then he had that, like, push off, uh, yes. you know, with his where he extended his arm. I was like, yes. Zach. Getting a little angry out here. That's some goon stuff. I like that. I like that. Uh, young Matthew? I'm going to go Io Ooh. for confidently stroking those threes, playing some solid defense tonight. It was it was just really nice to see that. Like, that third quarter, that comeback, mm-hmm. had Io's fingerprints all over it. It did. And I loved that. And he was a goon near and dear to my heart tonight. I, I agree with that. Joseph? I like Kobe. Mm. Thought Kobe came in. When Zach picked up the fourth foul, did a hell of a job mm-hmm. just plugging some holes. Just plugging some holes. Hey, all right. I'm dig that. This almost, almost. Uh, let me credit Patrick Williams also for that play in the fourth quarter. Woo, he was inside, block. got that block. God damn. But then when he tried to get that layup, got blocked, went back up to get it again. I love that. Drumming that in that play at drumming, the end. Yeah, drumming in that play. Yeah, he almost got on this too. But for me, going to have to give this to – Daylon Terry. Ah, Daylon Terry, man. I was thinking and let about me it. tell you why. I thought let about it. Let me tell you god dang why. When Daylon played, Matt, I talked about it with you, sir. When they, I can't remember who shot it, but because of his movement and his action Came and the chaos that he caused. from nowhere. Out of nowhere to try to grab the rebound among three people. Tried to grab that rebound. Got a foul called on the opposing team. The very next possession, DeMar DeRozan bucket. Mm-hmm. That is the direct tie to Dalen Terry being active and being physical. 
That is goon stuff because he did it in four minutes. And I love that about him. Came in and in four minutes made an impact that actually helped the team win. That's goon stuff, goon behavior. Young Dalen, sir, this one is for you. Love goon that. Of the night. Love that. Shout out. Not even going to point out that Dalen was a minus 12 in four minutes. <laughs> four minutes. What are we doing? We already pointed it out. Don't worry about it. He also, low-key goon shout out to Derek Jones Jr. tonight, who was a plus 19 off the bench mm. with two points and one rebound. Oh. Don't know how you pull that off. I don't either. Actually, I like it more that he was a minus 12 in four minutes. That's even more goonish. I like that. All Good right, job. y'all. We are off tomorrow, so y'all. Special. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) Y'all enjoy your Sundays. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. We'll be back Monday for the start of a Bulls back-to-back. We got Spurs Monday, Grizz Tuesday. We will be in studio Monday night for pregame, 6.30 Chicago time. Mm -hmm. We will see you then. Until then, you can follow us on the Twitter machine, Will underscore Gottlieb. Bow! B-A-W-L Sports is this man. Ah! Bulls underscore Peck. At Joey Spathis, a.k.a. Joey 1K. Joey, was that George 1K that just walked in and out? Shout out, George. It was. Did you stick around and say hi? No, he pointed and shouted everybody out. You see, he gave me the cool point. I just want to shout it out. I just wanted to shake the hand and thank the man that made Oh, he would have loved to stick right around. Here. He's begging. He's He'll come back. Dude, Don't worry. Time to come hang out anytime. <laughs> we are CHGO underscore Bulls. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us in the chat. Thank you for the super chats. Appreciate them as always. Appreciate y'all as always. Yes. Hit that thumbs up button if you haven't done it yet. We are out until Monday. We will see you then. For the GOAT, for Joey, for Big Dave, Peck. See Red be good. Peace. Ah.